0: Happy couples actually set a happy tone for the rest of the the wedding guests.
1: There is a lot involved in creating a memorable reception.
2: Because let's not deny it, everybody wants the reception that their guests talk about forever.
1: I'm Georgina Pryor. And I'm Anne Anderson. And we're both marriage celebrants here to help you create that reception.
2: I'm well into the planning process, but I'm very excited because you are planning now. I know. Now I know what you've been going through over the last, you know, (laughs) year, and I didn't think it would be this hard. It's annoying. It's fun, though. It's wonderful. I'm enjoying it. But
1: there are lots of little details you have to consider. And it's all about considering what is you as a couple. Yes. Which, I mean, I know what I like, but a lot of the time Josh is like, nah, it's not really what our family would do. So you have to kind of
2: come back to that happy medium and take a little bit from here and take a little bit from here. But yeah, it does all come into play. And of course, with the reception, you got to blend your two
1: worlds. Exactly. And I mean, the ceremony is easy. I'm, <laughs> I've, I've got that written in my head. Yeah. But it's the reception that I want to create that fun atmosphere where it's all my friends and family in the same room, probably for the first time since my 21st birthday, and they're just all celebrating this new milestone, I guess, in my life. And it's been, you know, a long time since I've seen a lot of these people. So I want to make it memorable. I know it's very very cliche, but I I want them to the next day say to themselves... That is the most fun we've had in forever. I know. I want to say that too. And Tim and I often say... We're like the last of our
2: friends to have kids and so everyone has kids and every event we go to there's children, no one can get a word in, someone's got to hold a baby, something's got to happen. There are no kids at our wedding, Just well, just a couple little flower people. <laughs> there are no kids at our wedding. I want everybody to let loose. Some adult time. Adult time, maybe a bit of spotlight on us for once because that <laughs> never happens with the kid conversations. But how do we make sure we do a reception that is so memorable and kind of brings that light in the room that you
1: just can't forget. And not break the budget too. Oh. That's another thing Josh and I are really struggling with at the moment is I did a bit of a costing and went to him the other night and said this is how much it's going to cost and we're only thinking probably 50 people and it came in at around I think it was $26,000. He really fainted. A, <laughs> that's, a, that's a mild number too. It is. yeah Compared we, to what we're looking at out there. Oh, exactly. Like a lot of the weddings that I do as a celebrant, We're talking up to $80,000. Huge amounts of money. And you can kind of go to town on
2: spending the money to make sure that you have everything that you want. But are those the things that are going to
1: create the right vibe? Yeah, you can really get carried away, can't you? Because there are so many different things out there that you can do that's exciting and you can get caught up in that. But you really just need to come back as we say time and time again in this podcast and just think about the true essence of why you are creating that day. Kerry Wood is the director at Lux Unforgettable Events. She's a wedding planner and stylist with more than 20 years' experience in putting together impressive events. She knows every wedding must have unique characteristics and be delivered in an unforgettable way. Georgie, I guess there's no better person to ask about creating a memorable reception. How do you create a memorable reception that your guests
2: won't stop talking about?
0: I think the important thing, first of all, to consider is your particular vision for your day um also importantly is how many guests you will host what the venue capacity can accommodate and also very importantly is what your wedding budget is going to be for the day
1: i guess budget is a big one because it kind of determines everything
0: it does indeed and um we when we're having a chat with clients who are in the prep stage of planning their wedding. It is the uh, the top of pops uh, consideration that we always go to because it will inform everything moving forward. And clients often have wonderful Pinterest boards. And um, when we actually break down the cost of actually delivering a day such as um, you know a, a very avant garde large wedding, maybe a vintage style wedding, or even a romantic vineyard wedding, and we actually deliver the costs associated with that. There's often a small pause for thought.
1: (laughs) So a champagne taste on a McDonald's budget.
0: (laughs) Well, I think we'd like to all have our champagne day and um, there's always more than one way to deliver a champagne day. It's just going to have to be managed in the prep and planning stage and also the delivery stages so that we can actually achieve the client's vision for the day. Importantly uh, in that mix will be the selection of suppliers, vendors and venues that uh, will come into play and will become very much part of the, uh, the delivery team.
2: Yeah, we, we always say that there are people that you end up speaking to a lot on the way to your wedding and then throughout the day of your wedding or the, the weeks leading up. So pick some people that you really like as well.
0: Exactly. I mean, I always say all both clients, it's a little bit like choosing a school for your children. Um, possibly um, a gynecologist. (laughs) uh, It's a very intimate relationship and so is that of planning a wedding. So if there's no connection with your planner or any of the suppliers and they're not on board with your vision from the outset, I would say keep looking.
2: Going to reception styles, now there's so many different styles. You can have buffet style, family style with share plates and then, Mm -hmm. of course, person-by-person plate service. What do I call that? Um, the
0: plated service. Plated service. Yeah, yeah, I
2: nearly got there. What is the order of, I don't know, expense on that? What is your view on the sort of level of class? I know your business is called Lux. So what's a more Lux option and what's a more budget option for people that don't have a lot of money to work with?
0: Okay, I think first of all, let's explore um, moving forward whether or not uh, the very popular grazing table option is now going to be still viable because yeah. with the um, uh, health restrictions, we are going to see that the shared platters, which are very popular. Yeah, I love uh, those. I really are, do enjoy absolutely. them. <laughs> and also the grazing tables, which are extremely popular and are wonderful. And so and really, beautiful
2: too. Yeah. They're just stunning.
0: Well, they're they're absolutely works of art in themselves. But just getting back to the practicalities now as moving forward and for however long we're going to be impacted by regulations and public health orders, I would say that looking at a grazing option or even a um, shared platter option is probably not going to be on the table any time in the near distant future. Cocktail receptions are becoming quite a thing. And what we're seeing now is more, uh, more inquiry and discussion around combining... The ceremony space and having a cocktail element, so we'll have the you know champagne toast and cocktails and canapes and so forth that are also served within the ceremony space. So you're combining elements of two, and it's a cost-effective way of doing it. It contains it well within three to four hours, which I think for a lot of younger couples is they're saying, yeah, look, that works for us. We're going to put our our dollars into possibly the honeymoon. Or we want to put a deposit on our first home or whatever else that they're looking to invest in. In terms of cost, depending on your caterers and the venue, uh, it's always a good starting point to check out an established venue because that's going to have a, a better distribution of financial opportunities than, say, developing a full hire all dry hire marquee event, which, of course... When we do that, we have to bring everything in from the ground up, build it, deliver it and then tear it down again probably on the fourth day. So that is a much more expensive option because we have to build kitchens, um, public utilities, Bridal suites and so forth. So that is at the probably the highest end.
1: And I think a lot of people forget that, don't they? They think oh that that yes. could be the easier option <laughs> and the cheaper option. <laughs> that's
0: the trap I'm in at the moment. <laughs> okay. Well, it certainly it it usually is not um, uh, the, the, the cheapest option. It, at first thoughts, it may appear that's the case, but it really isn't because the build can take up to twenty four hours just in building it. So I always say go back to a traditional venue that you know that has a similar simpatico to the style and vision of your day and I think right throughout Australia we're spoilt for choice in terms of the opportunities we have there. Bearing in mind the average cost of just the venue catering and, and beverage services running at about $27,000. So if you look at that for 80 guests, that comes in at $337.50 per head. Mm. And if you're looking at 120 wedding guests, it comes in at around about $225 per head. Now, that's just for your catering. So let's not forget, we've still got to add things like photography. (laughs) Yes, yes. Styling. Styling, decor, uh, florals. Each one of those adds cost. To
1: the day as well. Mm. When we're talking about catering, you did mention that figure around three hundred dollars, a little bit more thirty seven seven
0: fifty three thirty seven
1: fifty. <laughs> can't yeah. can't forget that thirty seven dollars and fifty cents per yeah. head because that definitely adds
0: up. Um, Every cent does add up. <laughs> yeah.
1: How do we know that we're getting value for money? Because that seems like a lot of money per head. Do, obviously, we sit down and we we meet yep. with these caterers and we we sample their food to make sure that it,
0: it is what we want. Correct. Now, that is based on a uh, plated service. That's not based on a grazing table. Um, Grazing tables usually start um, cost per head. So it would all depend on how many wedding guests you're actually going to host. So, for instance, and it also depends on what's going to be in the shared platters, or on the grazing tables.
1: I guess, too, food and drink, they're kind of like the things that we do remember from a reception the most as guests, aren't they? Do you tend to find that?
0: Certainly, yes. Um, catering is really important. The other thing is music, which is all about the vibe. You Absolutely. Know? Um, creating that real party atmosphere and getting people up and moving about and dancing, obviously, is a lot of, a lot of um, our clients' desired results. So they're the the real key ingredients. Obviously the beauty of it, the styling of it is really important and people do remember it and they take many photographs of the entry halls and the, the, you know, the the concierge tables and the guest amenity tables and, of course, the dining tables. But the reality is it is about the catering, the joy of the occasion that is shared and the vibe, which comes from a whole mix of putting the right elements together.
2: Yeah, the word vibe keeps standing out to me and obviously there's lots of little things that we can do and I might ask you for some tips for, I know I'm doing it yourself, but tips that you think are sort of no-brainers to creating a beautiful vibe. I suppose lighting might be one of the top things on the list?
0: Lighting is incredibly important, not only just to create an ambience, but it also for photography and videography. You know, if we're going to have a quite romantic evening and it's all quite low-lit... That actually causes a major problem for your photographer.
2: Ah, yeah, of course.
0: So if you're going to want a more romantic vibe later on, it's better to get all of your, your major photography done earlier in the reception and then just have the rest of the evening as part of the party process. I think that, you know, when we're, we're putting the day together, we want to inject as much of the couple's personality. So it really comes down to examining, you know, what, what does this day represent to you? Who are you as a couple? What do you want as the takeaway from this? And a lot of the time it will be about maybe representations of themselves in the day course on the tables. It could be the entrance hall tables where they've included elements of family members who cannot be there for whatever reason. Quite often these days we're looking at live streaming guests in as well who mm-hmm. can't be there for whatever reason uh, and very particularly during these restrictive times that has become a huge uh, opportunity to involve a broader guest list than what we can necessarily accommodate in the wedding space. Having screens so that you know we can have links to guests who can't be with us but they can share their thoughts and you know participate in the toasting of the celebration with a happy couple at that time. That's always important. The other thing I would say is, please remember that the pace and flow of the evening is very important. So, hmm. if if you can accommodate a professional MC, I would suggest that you look at it because the reality is having Uncle Johnny um, <laughs> as MC, who may have imbibed a few at the uh, post ceremony celebration. <laughs> um, uh, the, the the pace and tone of the evening or the afternoon, depending on what time of day it is, is set by the MC's timetable. I
1: couldn't agree with that more. I, um, yeah. as a celebrant, am often MCing the reception as well. And I think it is important to have somebody who is on the ball and is actually, yeah, yeah following the actual rhythm of the day and not, you yeah. know, going going AWOL <laughs> like well uncle I mean, will.
0: <laughs> That's why I always suggest that, look, if the budget runs to it, um, is is to look at a professional MC. And, of course, there are are as many um, styles of MCs as there are opportunities for styles of weddings.
2: So, in summary, there are lots of little and big things that we've got to keep in mind. We've got to keep our timing in mind. We've obviously got to look at what's going on behind the scenes and the sequence of the day. There's lots of little things that you mentioned, but something that stood out to me, which I think in summary is probably something we can't forget, it's that it's about the two people and the little personalizations that you put throughout that reception really do set it apart.
0: Absolutely, and that is, the, that is clearly the most important element that will come to the fore on the day, and that is the personality of the couple, which is, as you say, the, the day is all about the couple. It's a celebration of their union, their joy, They've invited all of these wedding guests and loved ones to come and share in that you know, celebration on the day, but it really is about those two. It doesn't really matter what style or theme in terms of look or the catering vibe. Of course, these are all important elements, but... We want to see happy couples. Yes. Happy couples actually set a happy tone for the rest of the, the wedding guests.
1: Totally. And the marriage. <laughs>
0: well, yes. I mean, obviously, that's a, a huge factor as well. But we don't want to see stressed couples worried about every element of the day because really that becomes quite infectious to the rest of your gathering as well. And I have seen that on a number of occasions where, you know, they've been so concerned about what's going on around them, they've really forgotten to take the time to soak up what is going on between the two of them. And I always suggest um, between ceremony and photography and before uh, the um, pre-reception canapes and cocktails, if they're having that, is the two of them take some time and just sit for a minute and really soak in, what they've just accomplished for themselves. That's
2: beautiful. I love it.
0: Because the reality is that is a really informative day moving forward. And, you know, if they can all look back and say, well, that was just the best day of our lives, which really it should be, short of the birth of your first child, I can't really think of another day that is more significant in anyone's life.
2: As always, we do a checklist. Here's everything you need to know about creating a memorable reception.
1: Your budget will ultimately determine what type of reception you can have so be realistic from the start and make sure your spend and expectations are aligned. And there are many
2: different types of reception styles you can go for. Grazing platters, share plates, buffet, cocktail and plated service. But a reminder, the current health restrictions are quite tight because of the pandemic, and some of these might not be possible. So it's best to discuss your options with your wedding planner, your venue or your caterer.
1: Remember, it's the little things that set the vibe of your reception, from the lighting to the florals to the tableware.
2: Music is a big factor. Make sure your selection is true to you as a couple. If it's not, you'll most likely not want to be on the dance floor and neither will your guests.
1: Focusing on making sure there's a flow and a sequence of events during the reception plays a big part in making sure that everyone has a good time. So consider hiring a professional MC to work with your venue or your wedding coordinator on the day to make sure that this happens seamlessly. But above all else, this wedding is about you as a
2: couple. You have to make sure you're creating your dream party and personal touches
1: are always memorable. Don't forget to, if you want to talk about wedding reception ideas, you can head along to The Wedding Secrets Bride Tribe Facebook group. It's a place where brides come to talk about all sorts of ideas in the wedding planning process.